Back from the international break, we look back on the draw at Hull and the very talented youngster coming through at Wigan Athletic. We look ahead to the Charlton game with a perspective from a Charlton fan in Adam Mass and we talk all other things Latics. My name is Adam and this is the one and only Progress with Unity podcast. A nice little uh, introduction there, older Adam. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yeah, good. Three weeks away. Yeah. Sorry, listeners. It's been. Me. No, we've had brilliant feedback. Um, a lot of feedback last week. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll come to that. <laughs> Young Adam, how are we doing? Good, thanks, Simon. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, how was international duty? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, we we had a segment lined up on the pod last week, and uh, you know it's good to see one of the teams that I'm watching win a game of football. So that was refreshing. Yeah. Paul, how's it going? Oh, just yawning. You just timed that wrong. Oh, you're coming in like a wrecking ball, then, aren't you? Yeah. Barry. Hi. Short and sweet, thanks Barry. You're welcome. Right, we get straight into um, the game from Saturday. The uh, Latics took the trip over to the Humber to play Hull at the KC Stadium, is it? KCOM. KCOM Stadium. Uh, Latics, we actually have more possession, less attempts, equal on target, Hull shaded us on corners, fouls pretty even. Yellows, we received six on Saturday. Did uh, Cook get booked at all? Uh, I don't think so. No, that's good. back four, plus the keeper got booked for us, didn't they? Brilliant. No reds. Um, two goals apiece, and we'll come into one of them uh, a little bit later on. An attendance of 10,069, with over 600 officially taking the trip from Wigan to Hull. Um what do people make of the game on Saturday? Obviously, we went up very early on through um, Captain Dunkley. And those got Captain Dunkley. Championship goal. Yeah. Um, and then two sloppy goals that followed that. It's first ever Championship goal. You yeah. don't think that's well, well done? Well done, Shane. Something to well, no, right. it, yeah. I mean, I'm, in the grand scheme of things, though, it doesn't matter if it's your first or it's your last. It's the result on the <laughs> First on the goal. On the goal you, mean, never, you never know when it's your last, do you? Unless, yeah. You, yeah. unless you're playing your last game and you're about to retire and it's the 90th minute. Yeah. Well, on the on the actual, getting back to the goal itself, <laughs> Shea Dunkley's first, I think um, we've got, we've, we've found something on our free kicks, haven't we? And well, we knew it existed anyway with Mulgrew, but it's been obvious since he's come here that the quality of the free kicks are going up. So it should, in theory, add more goals to our totals because it was very well struck. I think Moore got a little touch, didn't he? Yeah. Um, keeper's obviously not been able to hold it, and then it's just a poacher, isn't it? Fox in the box. <laughs> Black, yeah. Did it Blackpool? So obviously, take the lead, and I say we can see two soft goals. I don't know. I don't know. Very soft goals. You yeah. Think? First um, one was a bit of a comedy of errors. It, it, it had that inevitable feeling, didn't it, when they were on the attack? That, oh, here we go. This is Wigan away from home. This isn't quite as simple as it started here. Again, come from our right hand side. Right hand side, right back caught too far up, Nathan Burn, and uh, they've, they've um, 
I mean, it was quite fortunate in the box when they crossed it in. I think Mulgrew's tried clearing it, miss it, his clearance, and then it's fallen to uh, Jared Bowen. Best player. He's not going to miss from there. He's he's been on fire last year or so, hasn't he? So. Yeah, and then um, the second one again down the right hand side. Dunkley's thought he was. I don't know what Dunkley was, was trying. As soon as he got the ball, he looked so uncomfortable, and he tried dribbling through and lost the ball. Even dove in two footed and missed it. Missed it, and then, and then Bird and then died. Bird took him out. It's just one pot team though, didn't it, Nathan Byrne though, because he was away from it and it was through. Mm, yeah, well. But it he didn't look good. Yeah, I mean, he looked rash, but I, I, know what you, I know what you're saying. He'd been let, I think Dun- it, you'd say Dunkley was the player who was most at fault though. He put him into trouble, but. Just sloppy. Yeah, and then they'd already hit a decent free kick just before that. He's right? decent free kick taker in um, that. But, um, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, is he a Polish international? Yeah, good player. Yeah, they've actually got two or three these really good players. I thought they've got two good players, and that's it really. Callum Alder, Alder didn't play bad. Made his debut, didn't he, on Saturday? Got boots. Yeah, and then should we go? Should we go to the big one? Well, just before that, I would say just. All right, sorry, yeah, it's Adam. Adam, go on, go on. No, no, just there's 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 a spell I think after that needs to be for. 25 minutes to remainder of that half we did, we were very poor very poor it was a bit of a low point wasn't it I mean the fans were getting on our keepers back he made, yeah. a, he made a dodgy uh, receiver a back pass which weren't great terrible back pass and, and I think since, since since the QPR game he's actually improved and he's, he's and it's not the way to get behind your team he's, he's, he's taunting the keeper and sarcastically yeah. cheering when he catches it and, and shouting for the other keeper on the bench it's not I, I actually shouted over to them I won't say exactly on this podcast what I said to them but I just can you use a PG language at all? Uh, will you please keep it down is that what you something say? like that yeah there might be an F in there as well he, he, he acknowledged it because when they were singing for Jerry Jones he, he, he did take two glances back to the away crowd to think as a, as a kind of hang on a minute are you really doing this and then there was another That's time. Why people don't want to bloody join us, isn't it? The fans. There was another, and then there was another time where he, he literally stirred back for about a good five seconds at the people who were singing it. Well, this is yeah, a, he's an international goalkeeper. You know, he, you know, he's played. He's, he's played at, in the top two divisions all his career, and you know, he, the last couple of games he showed for us that he's that he's a decent keeper. I, I just don't know what some. I'm sure. I, I'm, I'm convinced now. There's certain fans that want to almost. Well, I can't so get into the heads of our players yeah. so that Paul uh, so that Paul there's always going to be a scapegoat on the field I mean when we when we were absolutely brilliant in League One fans still somehow uh, had a go at Massey he was the the target yeah. of the uh, abuse but, even when it's going great there's always that one person Gomez, that a certain Gomez. section Gomez. have got a they've, yeah. got a they've got a they've got a scapegoat Gomez and, he, and, many, and, and when Cook's first season we were absolutely brilliant pretty much from start to finish and we still last still year, managed to have a scapegoat Mm. Still getting it a bit nice. Played played for the under twenty three. Scored twice. Got a brace, didn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, still getting it, and I don't know why. I don't know why fans hate our players. I can't, Barry. Uh, well, yeah, I agree. I mean, I go to games, and if your player's not playing as as what you you know you hoped he would, you, you, you encourage rather than berate them, don't you? Yeah. And you can do your talking afterwards after the game, and, and, and you get it. There's, there's different forums to do it, isn't it? Yeah, not not at matches. You don't get on players because that's going to work nobody. I'd like to think on here we're always. I think we're, we're critical, but it's with positive criticism, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we're yeah, not. It's, it's like the it's like the, the old booing thing. I I would never be. I when we've had shit team shit players, I'll stand there and scream and shout at them to. 
put effort in, every effort they've got, because if they're running round, and, and I, I know I, I also, I, I'm a bit hypocritical, because the fact that James McLean got player of the season because he ran round most was a, was a bit wrong. The thing is, the others didn't. Yeah. yeah. So but, that was the... And he contributed a little bit. More. If you've got players that are obviously giving everything they've got, you're willing to forgive an awful lot of stuff, aren't you? Because you can see that they're at least bloody trying. I think a lot. Sometimes it's more like a frustration, isn't it? We're going through a bad. Oh, we're going through a really bad spell where we got one point from from six games. Yeah. And we are taking the lead. Everybody gets a bit of optimism, and, and then we before you can blink an eye, we're behind. There was a, yeah, there was a lot of frustration. I think. But, that's but we all frustrated, and you can get you have that. You can have that. You can feel the grumble in the crowd. Yeah. But actually, that's making a con- Someone's making a conscious decision there to, to sing a song. That's going to get into the head of one of our players. That is in, yeah. In fact, he took it well because it actually he made two or three key saves actually yeah. in that first he, half. He's doing his job though, isn't he? That's his job to make them say. So he's doing his job. So he, he should be professional and carry on and not let it. No, yeah, but I mean in all our jobs, if, if yeah. someone's in you, if someone went well, plug Simon's job, you know, what a, what a driving instructor he is. But if someone's in his ear all the way through, sitting back of that car saying, "Don't turn that way," you know, what. what Blah blah blah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wigan Driving School proud sponsors of the pros with Winter Podcast. <laughs> well, you got that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let, let's let's talk about something positive. Joseph Geldart got his first professional goal for Wigan Athletic, and it was built on twenty-seven passes. Northern Tiki Taka, you know where Pep gets his uh, plays from. And what a finish from the end lap. It was like going back to the Martinez era, wasn't it? For, you know, and, uh, but again, uh, it's a little change in the, in, in the way that we normally attack. We came inside on the edge of the box and started going through the middle. Well, I, I was with people who said, and I quote, why are we bringing Garner and Geldhart on? That soon answered that question, didn't it? Uh, yeah. I thought Garner. I mean, if you Garner did really well when it came up. Well, once we equalised, Garner was through on goal and the ref blew for completely nothing. And we all thought. <laughs> like, we were where did he get that pace from? I know. Did you see that pace? And, I, and, I, and the ref I like why he saved him because nothing happened. He was through on goal and he just like, blew back through. I like him, with Garner. I liked him last season. What a finish from Joffy. You can see why he's been touted it, for. Um, it came when we were all just kind of. We, ne- we didn't expect it, did we? We were kind of resigned. It crowned, it was almost like, and, well, we and we were suddenly like, oh my God, what's happened? And then we just kicked in and we were a better team yeah. the, uh, for the remainder. And, and that's, that's it just shows you how much it's to do with confidence, mentality Conf- and confidence. Confidence yeah. definitely played a part in that, that goal and, and it shows that's the best approach for us. And, you know, it, it kind of felt like a it, goal kind of goal to scoring back in the it, it, It's easy to say that's the best approach. It, it's very difficult to do when the first few attacks you try you give the ball away it's dead easy then yeah. to drop back into the mentality of off but there was the times ball. in the first after we went behind we would literally kick the ball the ball straight back to the keeper with 10 yards of space around him and you're thinking what is going on here yeah what's the point yeah, yeah. what's the point of this at least you know so <clears throat> that that was a positive I took away I, I had no hope before that so I think we'd have um, it'd have been a de- very different opening to this podcast had we uh, gone on to. Uh, oh, it would have been. To that. So all in all, let's wrap up the whole game. What's everyone's overall thoughts? A draw for me, good result. It, it is, but we need to start winning winning games. Good and, and, good and fair. And Barry targeted targeted holes of three points as well, and, and because we come from behind, it feels better than it was. But 
we still this isn't well, we need an away win we need one too. soon because we've got Fulham next away from home and you know I mean even a, even if we're in our best of form you'd still be looking at that as a bit of a well meat throws on fire and our defence will be terrified yeah I thought it was a, a great point under the circumstances that we went behind and we were playing awful uh, for me Gelder is a player that, that we've not got at the moment busy around the box in and around the box very busy uh, we, we've not got that have he we he seems like very maybe that's why the style changes because he, he seems a lot more comfortable to take that ball in that, Quick feet. In that area yeah. like, a bit like Powell would do and I think Windass can do it to an extent as well where he seems quite comfortable to take that ball in that area just behind even, the P- even Pilkington yeah, and, it's, and, and they're able to do something with it that. so we're all happy with the point brilliant goal from Joe Geldart um, and we go again, as, as the saying goes. Quick uh, points to lads out on loan. Callum Lang um, scored for on his was it Shrewsbury debut? No, nope. He scored for Shrewsbury uh, first, at the weekend. Goal, first goal for de- uh, yeah, his home since. debut. He made his debut on Saturday. His home debut though. Yeah, and he scored the goal on Tuesday. It was the last goal in the highlight video. Um, didn't have it on. And there's yeah. quite a bit of amusement amongst the Shrewsbury fans. And Joe Pigger. Oh, what a goal that was for Stockport County. Yep. 25-30 yarder. Um, Stockport, who were uh, National League. Yeah, he also played the school for the other 23s as well. This yeah, week. so he's been a busy, yeah. busy lad. Um, right, OK. Um, as you know, we work with the Wigan Athletic News and Banter page, and they've asked us to just give a shout-out regarding the membership packs for Lathics for Life. Um, they um, they are now out and available. I've been picked my godson's Lettuce for Life membership pack out. Mm-hmm. Um, nice little kit for him. Uh, I'm sure he'll enjoy that when he gets down the uh, DW. Um, when he when he comes down, gets a few autographs and, and what have you. Um, they've also asked us to mention the family zone um, at the DW stadium, getting more people in um, to the family zone. Um, I think it's a great way to get kids more engaged with the club and, you know, I look like cross working, which takes place on a match day prior to kick-off. Um, so I think, I believe it's under the East Stand. Um, and I think there's some information in those membership packs um, regarding yeah, I that. believe the children are the future. They are. They are indeed. So Gally Bread. Speaking of the future, we've um, joined up with... Um, at Prince Ghost on Twitter to start a, a competition to win a Latix Subutio style print. Oh, fantastic too, Simon. Yes, uh, they are. Beautiful a- things. Absolutely fantastic. All you've got to do is like the tweet, which will be uh, shared later on, retweet it, and follow us both. We'll announce a winner next is week. It only available on Twitter. This one is yes because of, of, of where the links with they are on Ghost Prince are on uh, Prince Ghost sorry are on Instagram but we obviously don't have a, an Instagram uh, account and then next week we we will be doing another competition next week two in two weeks with Bands FC um, and we'll go into more detail um, next week with them but this week it's a really nice print it looked good in everyone's um, man cave study whatever you want to call it Wooden so cave. gets yes gender neutral cave um, so the winner will be announced next week then we'll get in touch with you and um, get Prince Ghost to contact yourselves so what are they going to do 
they've got to like, retweet, and follow us both, and it'll be the pinned tweet on our pa- page. For a week. Yeah, for a week. Lovely. Okay. Gender neutral cra- caves. World's gone bloody mad, hasn't it? Right, so, as always, we've put to our fans what they would like us to discuss. Ooh. So, first out was the Latic Sloth, and he asked what songs would suit each individual member for him to do us a video, or her, don't know who it is, do a video of us, so they'll be coming out in the coming weeks. We've just had the... Pretty sure Latic Sloth is a he... <laughs> With that gruff <laughs> So get ready to watch that. But on to the serious stuff. <coughs> Will Jones has asked, who is the most talented footballer at the club? For me, Joe Belhart. Pilkington. Pilkington. Um, potentially Joe Belhart. I, I, I think yeah. you after yeah. 60 half minutes half of football. Well, I, I mean, I saw him... Three years yeah, ago. Yeah, we scouted him, didn't we? Yeah, uh, two years Was it two or three years? I don't know. We saw him a while ago, and he was, he was brilliant then, weren't he? And he was, he, he was talked up big by Jonathan Jackson too, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so potentially, yeah. yeah. Adam? Josh Windows. Windows, I thought he's from Pilkington. Right, what about me? Do I not get a go? Well, you said, Gohart, 60 minutes of football, Judge Dim is brilliant. That's what I said. No, 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 I thought this was a lecture from you, so I switched off halfway through. Hey, I thought I'd be back for 15 minutes. Mine was Windows, actually. Alright, okay. Well, yeah. Just while I remember, man of the match from. Who are we having? Cello Mulgrew. Mulgrew. Joe Gelhart. Joe Gelhart. Mine will be. Williams. Williams. Paul? Pass. Pass. Um, I'm going to go for Gellhart as well. Yeah, didn't, didn't watch it, didn't listen to it, so... No, we can have you... Can't, no, can't, can't, pick a, can't pick him out of the match off the highlights, can you? No. Abstaining. Dan Pugh has asked how many of the current 11 will get into other championship starting 11s? What's the current 11? Well, Saturday's team. Well, what we say others? Do the twenty-three teams. Well, any of the other twenty-three teams. Yeah, I think it has to be harsh to say only. I think the answer's got to be most of them. I think that's harsh. Start it. Oh, if you get if you've got a team that's struggling for a right back,
are these injuries taking? It's, it's a tough one because I, th- I think all, a lot of them, for me, I, I would say, yeah, fine. They're not going to be getting in Fulham and um, West Brom and uh, Leeds, but yeah, can, yeah it's like, it's like the, the thing is, can they get in all the championship teams? I.e., they are better, as good a player as anybody's got, like Reece James. Or yeah, or are they a, a good enough player to get in some yeah. of the teams? Well, that's what I said. That's what's behind the tweet is he's saying do we, do we yeah. think our squad's good enough for this yeah, yeah. And, and, and like I say with a bit of confidence I think the answer's got to be yes but yeah. by the same token with no confidence the answer could well he's been yep. trouble uh, Banjo Tick has oh. brought up ticket <laughs> prices <laughs> um, what, will, what will it take to get 20s plenty Sheffield Wednesday have announced their ticket prices for our trip over to Hillsborough in the coming weeks what will it take to get uh, ticket prices to £20? Uh, and it's not the boycotting of buying a pie, right. drink and a programme. The, pro- the, pro- the actual it's match the day ticket. like Leeds and Sheffield Wednesday and all the other teams who will just sell out in the way and whatever they charge. I think if, if, if say if Leeds went somewhere with charging £40 and they, they literally took no one, I think that would actually send yeah. them a good messenger. It's not. It's not. It's not us only taking on yeah. rather than seven hundred. That's not going to do anything. Well, the Premier League do it. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is, well, it's not the same side. It, it's, it's completely different because because they've got Premier League. It's not raw anymore. Ticket ticket yeah. money is nothing for for Premier League. So for me, so right. Okay. So you've got you probably got more chance of more people going at twenty pound. When you've got a family, say, of four, you've got to pay nearly £100 to go. If you're paying £20 for an adult-type price ticket and then taking your kids at, say, what, five, £10, are you not going to get more people through the door than people just turn I mean, around? Well, and you're looking Jonathan go. Jackson's didn't seem convinced, did he? You're, the, you're looking at it. There's the, two, the economics of it. There's two angles. You're looking at it from an affordability perspective, yep. from the punter's perspective, but really, in order to get any real handle on the numbers and what impact they have, you need to know what percentage of the ticket ta- uh, the ticket sale is profit, because obviously the more numbers you get in, the more staff you're putting in, and the more um, cost you've got to actually run that stand on the on the day. But well, they don't know this till because the amount of on the day sales they're not going to know this anyway. So you're going to have to account for a certain amount already, aren't you? Yeah, but you you know if we, if you're going to get hundred through, you need five staff. If you're going to get two hundred through, you need ten staff, and that costs well, how, twice how, more. Do you, how do you know on a pay in the day basis? Well, you, so you, we've you, we've sold a hundred. Say we got say we're away at the weekend. We sold hundred tickets, and it's pay on the day. So you're saying this club are now going to have to go and say right, we're going to get ten staff in, but then four hundred turn up on the day. But there'll be, anal- there'll be that. analytics that tell you roughly how many are going to turn up. I mean, now and again they do get it wrong, but. In general, you're going to know roughly how many people are going to within, certainly to within 50 odd people. And but there's two points, like the point Simon makes about if, if the club thinks that by lowering the ticket price they will get more in, and it's almost a guarantee, which means, like you said, they sell more merchandise, they sell more food, then in my view, they would do it because they're not, these people are not stupid. So for me, I th- I'm sure that that when we talked to Jonathan Jackson he said lowering the price at Wigan doesn't have a huge effect no on yeah it doesn't drive. yeah but then you might yeah. get 200 people at £40 or uh, 400 people at £20 but then you've got the potential of more purchases 
you know, back. Do you know we you have know, also, also got more costs. But we're quite good at we're quite re- we're very reasonable at ticket prices, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And, and and you're also pulling numbers out of thin air. It might well be that they've done the num they've run the numbers, and actually, that it, it becomes a think, a calculus yeah, thing, doesn't it, with a graph where you try and work um, out the best possible it, return the category system I don't know what the category system is but it seems a bit weird I feel like a, a, a Wigan should be the lowest category <laughs> a bit um, after last year's game yeah so <laughs> I think I think it, the, the the proof that lower ticket prices will attract more Wigan is the fact that I know different circumstances in terms of we, we didn't know we were that bad away yet with Sheffield United away last season we took over a thousand I think um, so there is proof that you know, lower into 25 quid or whatever it was, it will bring more people Preston, in. But Preston to Bolton. I think Preston, Sheffield, Preston Sheffield Wednesday, uh, a lot, I think 90% of the teams take over a thousand every time. So I think, you know, until there's more action, a, a bigger campaign and shout about it, I don't think it'll change. Well, that's, it, but that's, that's what I think uh, Banjo is asking. How do we make bang that bang that drum or yeah, bang that banjo? I, I think it'd be Ooh. hard for us to do it. That's all I'm going to say. Well, the thing is, these things start from nothing. You know, you look at some of the things that that are started from conversations. Is how do we do this? You do it, and then somebody else thinks, "Oh, that's a good idea." Gets involved. Because a lot, a lot of the reaction when a Wigan fan moans about something, it's like, "Oh, you only take two hundred anyway, whether it's whatever." Yeah. So it's. I think it's more on four thousand. Four thousand to Preston last season. You know, that's what. And then we got team confidence. Thanks. Right. Okay, we'll put that it's one together just, and then we'll not it's say... It's a good message, it's the right message, because, I mean, 30 quid to watch Sheffield Wednesday, somebody's having a laugh, aren't they? Stuart Hart asks, What's, is anyone willing to give a firm points target for the next four games? I'm not. And we've got Charlton, Fulham, Birmingham and Sheffield Wednesday. Anyone willing to give a firm... Two away, two at all. You're going to give a firm points target or you're not going to put your... What? Well, do you mean that I think we'll achieve, or that no, we think we will achieve? What what are we going to get out of those no. next four? Um, um, what predicting rather than four four, four points? Barry's going yeah. four. Any yeah, advance on four? Do we have predicting or saying we sh- we need it? No, what we sh- what we will get? Yeah, I mean four's four's quite pessimistic, isn't it? So yeah, any, any advance because what you're saying is you say one yeah. win, one draw, and like nothing away from all. Any advance on four? Do we have any advance? Five. Yeah. Five, five, five. Do we have any, any advance on five? We've got five for four. Who are the next four games? We've got Charlton. Five's probably. Charlton's home, Fulham away. away. Birmingham at home, Sheffield Wednesday away. I nearly went two. Well, the thing is, if you're in. I, I, like, in, a, I like a good pet of this. If you're picking up two points, you are in. Look at your manager territory, I'm going to say, as a points target, we should. I'd say seven because we need to start kicking on now. We, we, this this season is all about getting better than last season. We can't yeah. keep stumbling around. I agree. We've been yeah. rubbish. We should be targeting three yeah. points against Charlton and Birmingham. We should be targeting twelve um, if you're targeting points at Wednesday. The points at Wednesday, even that, we should we, we need target. to start winning from home. So even if a point say against Birmingham at home and a, a win away at Wednesday, because you know QPR went and beat Wednesday away. And mm. They're I not the best side. So. I take five or just about. I think. The question is, we need to be looking, we need to be, you know, Cook needs to be firm now, we need to, we need to be properly improving. This is the point where we need to, for his own sake as well, I think. Okay, Thomas asks, Adam's friend, does getting a point on Saturday just paper over the cracks? 
We're not. <laughs> because you said me, you're looking at me. I think, I think we're still fully aware of the cracks, aren't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we appreciated a good goal, but, you know, like I said at that point, we were all pretty down, weren't we? And I think without that piece of magic from Gelder, it'd have been completely different right now. Well, does that lift him. everybody and then everybody gets it's, more confident? Like, it's a confidence game, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's good that we ended that game on the high and we just scored that goal you, know, you never know this could take a, the, the leap we need to take it into the Charlton mm-hmm. game and kick on now and you wonder if anybody's coming back this week as well you know, you know the quality of players this is the thing like that could have maybe it is a good point because you know the, the circumstances of yeah. how the game turned out well the, my positive spin on it is the fact that you know, a lot of people have talked about the new players well for me I, I'm looking com- I'm quite confident about Mulgreen I um, I'm confident about Williams. Obviously, got Gelhart. We know we can do it. I mean, probably a discussion for another day whether you think he should start. Or not. I don't know if you've got that on the agenda, but he, he, he's a player. He's a player that you know that he can deliver at this level. Um, and the character, like Paul was saying, gets a bit of confidence. Point away at Hull's not a terrible result. So, you know, I've been positive about Cook anyway, so I'm not going to change my view on that on a, on a point at Hull. Right, anyway, let's move on to Charlton. We've got a game at the weekend. We're back down at um, the DW Stadium. Um, referee in charge, just for you, Paul. Andy Davis. Ooh, six Andy games, is. 17 yellows, no reds. He last refed us away at Reading last March. Oh. Oh. <laughs> in a no. 3 2 defeat, which was painstaking. Oh. He was last at the DW last November in a 2 1 Leeds win. Previously, we've played Charleston ten times. We've won four, drawn two, and lost four. Adam, over to you. Have you got anyone who can speak to us today? Well, as I went through my contact book, and yep. I managed to find John Stevens. Oh, who, who it's like the yellow pages now, isn't it? Yeah, long-term Charlton fan. Um, and, you know, he's basically going to share a number of issues with us. We're going to talk about the, the owners, the controversial issues of the owners. We're going to look at the exceptional start to the season, but, but look at their expectations, up-and-coming games, the priority for the season, and for obviously looking at Saturday, the star player and who to watch, and of course the typical opposition fan prediction. All right, so without further ado, we have John Stevens. Current state of affairs with the owner. Um... Unfortunately, he's still there and there's no signs of that changing. Uh, we did have the £30 million bid um, from Cardiff's chairman, uh, Darmain, I think his name is, uh, but that all fell through. Uh, reports state that the the asking price went you know, up to 50 or £60 million and I can't see anyone willing to pay that. Um, you know, what Bowyer has done over the last year or so is show... Um, Roland, you know, what can happen when everyone is pulling in the same direction and, you know, on the same page. Um, the relationship with the fans is, is never going to change. It's, you know, it's not going to be fixed. Um, I do feel, though, that, you know, the, the turning down of the Brentford bid for Taylor, I think it was like 4.2 million, I think, turning that down um, shows that he is capable of making decisions uh, in the best interest of the club, but we wait and see what happens in January. About being delighted with the start, um, expectations and expected finish. Um, it's obviously been a great start. Um, nobody would have tipped us to be up there, um, even at this early stage of the season, to be fair. 
Um, we've we've had a few smash and grab games where we've uh, you know pinched the points, but sometimes that's what you need to do to survive in this league. Um, so I will take as many of them as possible. Um, on the flip side of that, we have seen some fantastic football by our lads. Um, most notably, the first half at Forest was probably some of the best football I've seen at the Valley in you know five, ten, maybe even fifteen years. To be fair, the first half was fantastic. Shame we couldn't keep it up in the second. Um, once we get yourselves out of the way on Saturday, I think the next six games of Leeds, Fulham, Swansea, Derby, Bristol and West Brom, I think. Um, I think after we get those games out of the way, we'll sort of have a better idea of where we sit in the division. Um, you know, It's quite easily the most um, difficult and challenging um, and competitive league in the world. So... You know, having them six teams up next is uh, it's going to be difficult, but you know I think that'll show us. Um, you know, once we get them out of the way, exactly where we fit in the league. Um, I said at the start of the season that uh, priority has to be to stay up, uh, without a doubt. Um, and I think that's I'm, I'm sticking with that as long as we stay up. Um, I think it'll be a uh, a productive season. That we uh, we you know we grow, we move on and. You know, hopefully stay in the division a few more years. Star player of the season. Um, star player has to be Taylor. Um, he's obviously the, the talisman of the team. Um, unfortunately, he won't be playing on Saturday due to getting injured uh, on the international duty with Montserrat. Um, not sure how long really he's going to be out for. Um, I think if you're looking for someone to uh, keep your eye on um, come Saturday, um, young Conor Gallagher. He was Chelsea's academy player of the year last season. And we've obviously taken him on loan um, for the year. Um, and the lad is a real talent. Um, he runs all day. He's great in a tackle. Um, he arrives late in the box um, and gets himself some goals. Um, he's probably the nearest thing to Frank Lampard that Chelsea have got. Um, yeah, the, 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 lad's, the lad's got a very, very bright future ahead of him. Um, definitely one to watch out for on Saturday. Prediction for the type of game? Um, I think it's obviously going to be a tight game. Um, two teams not wanting to lose. Um, I think if there is going to be a winner, um, it'll be whoever controls the midfield best. Um, I'll be going unsurprisingly for an away win, 1-0. Uh, um, and yeah, as I say, let's, uh, let's go for Conor Gallagher and get the winner. Really good insight, that. I think we know everything about Charlton, we know the players to watch, so we'll pass this information on to the Latics. Thanks, John, that was really good. Yeah, that's uh, oh, a way straight through to uh, Exton for tomorrow. <laughs> for, uh, for a decent. It's a bit daunting with them uh, having Charlton's. Uh, Charles, Chelsea's a caliber player of the season, isn't it? You know, well, last year's. Mm, no, it was rubbish, wasn't it? That's the frightening bit. But it's, good that, uh, it's good for us that Walker's out as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do we see Saturday going, Paul? Confident, and we'll get a we'll get a win because it's all okay. Fair enough. Adam, um, I actually fancy us to win this one. I, I think I think Charlton are going to start doing a Wigan uh, now. Uh, that positive energy's gone. Uh, I think we're going to win it by two goals to nil. Two goals to nil. You got them? Uh, I'm actually quite confident this weekend. Um, I'm hoping that that good spell ending the whole game. Will uh, will lead us to a, a much needed victory. <laughs> Did Choppy start? No, I don't think so. I, no. th that is an interesting discussion. I would say not because if you start him, you you're cranking pressure on. Yeah. And, and I thought 
the way he took the pressure off him when he brought him on on Saturday he said go on just get the goal it's not hard is it I think that's the way this season goes yeah. and then in the future yeah. we'll, we'll be a star I'm sure if he's still here hopefully Barry uh, I'd, I'd love to say that we're going to win uh, <laughs> I really want <laughs> <but struggle. laughs> I, th- I think it's going to be uh, a goal of strong if I'm being honest oh, lovely, uh, yeah. that's just the way I see it going that was last one Jembo at corporate that horrible oh, Friday night when it was yeah, when Carl Robinson, Robinson brought his team up thankfully the food and drink was good well, was we, we, we it was just time wasn't it yeah watching darts we watching darts for the last 15 minutes watching it was better. atrocious game Raven Van Barnevelt rather than what's his name Carl Robinson yeah right so I, I think we'll we'll um, win so I think we'll win don't know what score um, has anyone else got anything they'd like to bring to the table to the uh, programme before we uh, end tonight, what do you think about this idea for Saturday? Um, I usually set both rules in my flask. I like to flask, but I've always liked to flask with the football. My flask knackered. It also oh. has whiskey in it. Yeah, right. well, that's me at flask. So. <laughs> I, I, put, I put my coffee uh, in the flask. Not, you game, you don't take that to the game, though, do you? The outside of the flask will warm. If you can find me sat there drinking it, you know, coming out on women. Um, <laughs> but this week, I'm going to try something a little bit different. Going to fill. Vimto. No, I'm going to f- fill my flask with um, boiling water, but only half full, and I'm going to stick six hot dog sausages inside, screw the top up and take some butter buns, so I'm going to have hot dogs. Can you, uh, can we, uh, can so we get are, are you going to take some tongs <laughs> to get them out? Yes, seven. Yeah. Just say, so that, I've got that. I've, I've got that planned in my head. For when I'm, I'm going to get. Can Wigan Athletic please arrange for Barry to go when to you, make it to the when uh, you're to, West Stand? When, when you're sat in the uh, East Stand trying to get your sausage out, <laughs> you might end up putting liquid all over the floor. There <laughs> <laughs> will be. There will yeah. be splashes of liquid. I'm interested then that you actually you actually said your flask would be half full, whereas we seem to be very much half empty. I'm always at an half full sausage. I just don't. I mean, I've been honest on the podcast of, of, of how I, I think we are at this moment in time, and I think, to be honest, I think we're quite awful, and I, I think we've got relegation written all over us, as we stand. What a way yeah, to end the that, podcast. Well, no, as we stand, I mean, well, everyone was cheering up uh, after the Barnsley game at the weekend, because we jumped out to the bottom three, until everybody had a proper look at the table and, and saw that we hadn't. We have. We have now. We've not. We have. We have. We've right. conceded more goals, haven't we? No, we're out of the bottom three. No, well, the same goal difference, but because we've scored more goals than they have, we're out. Well, just have, yeah. a, have a little check now on BBC. We are outside the relegation zone. Just uh, have a look at check. So, this. if you want a hot dog, ES7, bring your own ketchup and mustard. Right. Right. Oh, oh, right. Right. Sausages four quid a piece. Um, Barry's just been proven right that Wigan are actually outside of the bottom three. And this is yeah. now. So, Barry, what's your thoughts on things now? Um, he's all happy I'm now. Quite positive now. Yeah. Um, get the BBC up. Get the BBC up, yeah. I mean. I don't trust the BBC. No, I don't. I don't. And especially with uh, the way things are going in, in the. In the uh, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's just have a look how you know how the BBC propaganda is. So are we all are we all looking forward to getting back down the DW Stadium on Saturday? Absolutely, win, lose, or draw, and uh, it's my team, it's my club, and I'll give them hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Must say, in the club shop as well, they've got new um, new ranges in. Um, the bench coats have arrived. Oh. Puma Puma bench coats. So um, is that an official name? Yeah, 
Bloody more nonsense. Bespeak with thoughts. Going to a different page. Bespeak with thoughts on the movie scene. So, right. <laughs> um, and if no one else has got anything to bring to the table, it's a good night from me. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hot dogs. Uh, hot Up the ticks.